Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I think you see something out of the corner of your eye and you sort of, your heart skips the beat and you jump. I woke up a couple of times where I saw a man's face, like directly above me. He would come into our room at night and he would be standing by the side of the bed shaking. Welcome to The Ghost Files. My name is Karina Machado and I'm the author of Spirit Sisters, Where Spirits Dwell and Love Never Dies. For decades, I've been listening to ordinary people tell me about their extraordinary experiences with the spirit world. Now I'm going to share these moments with you, bringing you all new interviews every week with people who have a spooky story to tell. From seeing an apparition to receiving signs from beyond and messages from late loved ones, plus so much more. What can an encounter with the dead teach us about living? Find out each week on The Ghost Files. Today my guest is Sheridan, a mother of three from New South Wales whose life changed course dramatically five years ago when she discovered that her son, then only nine, was a gifted psychic medium and that her house was haunted by a number of spirits. These events led to a profound awakening of her own powerful spiritual gifts. It's been quite the trip, as Sheridan is about to share with us. Welcome to the Ghost Files, Sheridan. Thank you very much for having me. It's lovely to have you. So let's begin by you telling us a little about yourself and your family and what everyday life was like for you just before your son began having the encounters that you're about to share with us. Oh, look, we're uh, happily married, um, three kids. We did have a bit of a rocky relationship before um, the encounters began. There was a lot of anger in our house, mm-hmm. a lot of frustration. Um, there was um, sort of even borderline depression, um, lots of different emotions that weren't the norm for our family. Um, we're your typical normal nuclear family um, that has its normal ups and downs, but the ups and downs that we were having were really, really high and really, really low. Yes. So, so the problems sort of started when my son was about nine, which was about five years ago. Okay. And so what was the first sign that something strange was going on in your house? Um, he would come into our room at night and he would be standing by the side of the bed shaking, going, Mum, there's, there's people looking at me in our bedroom. So, you know, we did what every normal parent would do. We would get up and we would turn the lights on and say there's no one there and we'd walk around the house and we'd say, Nobody can get in. We've got two dogs outside. So this went on night after night, month after month, and we thought, oh, gosh, maybe it's these computer games that he started to play. So we took all of the electronic devices away, and then it still continued. And then we thought, oh, maybe he's got anxiety. So we took him to a psychologist, and the psychologist said, oh, he's a little bit anxious, but in general, he's a normal child. So 
you know, we went down all of these different avenues and in the end he would be, you know, sleeping on the floor in our bedroom or crawling in every night. But the fear that he was demonstrating, like he was just shaking. He would mm. get in bed and his whole body would be shaking and it was just so awful. So mm. it was, wasn't until maybe I would say he was 10 and I walked through his room and I saw all these books on his bed and I thought, what's going on? I said to him, what are you, why are all these books on your bed? And he said to me, I don't want to fall asleep because that's when they come. Mm. And I said, sweetheart, it's okay to sleep and there's no one here. And he said, no, mum, they're here. And he said, and can I change bedrooms? And I said, where do you want to go? Because we were living in a two and a half bedroom house at the time. And I said, so you can move in with your sisters and share their room if you want. He said, no, I want to sleep in the lounge room. And I said, well, you can't sleep in the lounge room because that's our, that's where we commune, you know, every yes. day. And I said, but why do you want to do that? And he said, well, I don't like the energy in my room. And I thought, that's a really weird thing for a 10-year-old child to say. So I thought, my brother lived next door to a psychic, so I had him introduce her to me. Mm-hmm. And so I went over and I said, you know, this is what's been going on. These are the things that we've done, the logical things. I said, but this is what's happening, and my son is petrified. And she said, well, I can come and come into your house and have a look and, and tell you what I find. So that's what happened, and she walked in, and she had never been into the house before. She said, look, they're telling me to go up the hall. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, okay, and she stood in the exact spot where he had been standing for all of these months saying these people were, and she said, I can't even stand here. She had to walk away. She said, it's just foul, and she said, you've got a spirit in your laundry, um, and she said, but you've got spirits in this part of the house. And she said, but I don't get rid of them, but I know somebody that does. Would you like me to pass your name on to her? And get and, and so I said, yes, please, please, anything, anything to yes, help my son. You, you must have been at your wits' end, yeah, after well, we two were. years was, of this, yeah. Yeah, he was petrified. You've, like it was just not normal, scared, like not ghost, like, you know, there's something under my bed. It was just. The fear in his eyes was awful. And Sheridan, was he saying so? So his general complaint was the people. People were looking at him. That his room was filled with people. Did he go into any more detail about what was going on in his room? No, like he he said, like sometimes he would say there would be faces floating around on his cupboard doors, but it was more these people standing in his doorway, peering around the corner at him. Um, and invariably, we'd had people coming in and out of the house. And when we um, we had to do a little bit of a renovation when we had our third child, so we converted our garage into our bedroom. So we had to walk through his bedroom to get to our room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had friends that would walk up the hall that would say, I don't like walking up your hallway mm. and things like that. Okay. So other people were feeling the uncomfortableness of it. I think when we were living in it, we were just all so on edge. Yes. Um, like there would be times I would be in the shower, which is right outside my son's room, and I would think that there was one of my kids standing behind me and I would turn around to go and say, well, what do you want? And there would be no one there. But I just started to think on our my mind playing tricks on me. Like it was just. Yes. Uh, it's so natural end, to like second guess. Thought, yeah. Yeah. I thought we were all going a little bit cuckoo in the end. <laughs> there were just so many things. And so many, like you would get the shivers or really bad smells. Mm. Um, I woke up a couple of times where I saw a man's face like directly above me and I felt pressure on the bed and I thought, but again, I just thought, 
I'm losing it, you know, because yeah. I'm now know that there's something in the house or that, you know, my son's going on about it. Like, yeah, so I just thought my mind was playing tricks on yes, me, but yeah. that wasn't the case. Okay, so this clairvoyant suggested somebody who could help where she couldn't and this lady came to your home. Tell us what happened then. Yeah, so she came with her husband and she walked in and she said, Look, before I ask I need to ask what your before I start I need to ask what your husband does for a living and I said, He's a police diver and she said, That's why there's so many coming into your house. And she said, and I went, what, what do you mean? And she said, well, he's bringing a lot of spirit home with him because of the work kind of work he does. And, and I said to her, do you know, I can actually feel what sort of mood he is in before he even walks in the front door. Mm. And she said to me, you're not feeling your husband, you're feeling them. And so by that stage, every hair on my body was standing on oh. end. <laughs> and um, she said, look, this is what we do. It takes about an hour to an hour and a half. So I said, look, I'll just be in the kitchen if you need me. So they went about their work. and So they um, were you know, house could, clearing people, is that yeah, right? Yeah, they were Spirit house clearing. clearing. Yep. Yep. So, so they did some work um, around our home with the land, the ley lines of the land, mm-hmm. um, and then they came into the home. Um, and so when they finished, she said to me, would you like to hear about your house? And I said, absolutely. I said, I'm, I, I can't wait to hear actually. And she said, look, when I walked in, she said, it made me feel sick, she said, because I felt every emotion. She said there was sadness, there was anger, there was frustration. She said it just hit me so hard. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, yeah, that's, you've described someone, like a, a personality of, you know, the people living here. And she said, do you suffer migraines? And I said, well, that I do. And she said, well, the pressure of your migraines in this part of the house is phenomenal. And I thought, how did this woman even know that? So by this stage, I'm thinking she knows what she's talking about. Yes. And so she said, you know, the energy in our lounge room and kitchen, she said it was fine, but just a little bit residual and needed a bit of a shake up. And she said there were no spirits within the area. And then she said, but in the laundry, she said that it was really heavy. And she said that there was a spirit living in the laundry. And we had on numerous occasions heard things in the broom closet falling over or we just, and we just thought, oh, you know, someone hasn't put it back properly. Yes. But things would fall out of the cupboard. You know, you'd go into the laundry and there'd be a broom across the floor or, you know, the ironing board would be down. So she said, so I've cleared that area. And she said, so now we'll go up to just outside your son's bedroom. Mm -hmm. And she said, and then she explained, you do understand we live in the third dimension. I said, yes, I understand all of these things. And she said, you actually had a porthole to another dimension. And she said, the beings that were coming in and out of that porthole, she said, we're not very nice. She said, so it's no wonder why your son was so scared. And then her partner who had come to assist said, I can only begin to imagine that your son was petrified. And I said, that's why you're here. I said, I've never seen a child so scared. And when we walked into his bedroom, because it was a, it was a study as such, and it had a window on either side. And she said, he is what we call a star seed. She said, do you know what that is? I said, yes, I do know what that is. And she said, and you see all these crystals around his room. And I said, yes, my son's always been drawn. Anytime we went to anywhere where there was a crystal shop, he would he would insist on buying a crystal. Is that right? Sheridan, can you quickly describe for our listeners what a star seed is, just briefly? A star seed is a, um, someone that has come chosen to come to Earth, um, 
to help with the lifting of the vibration, but also has many different psychic gifts. Okay. So he he has originated from another planet um, and has chosen to come here um, okay. to do some work of lifting the vibration for us okay. as we're shifting into the next dimension. So that's the general <laughs> definition of a star seed and your little boy is one. Okay. Yes, yes. So... So they said, you know, he must be petrified and, you know, he runs on the vibration of crystals. That's why he feels so drawn to them. And I went, oh, okay. And they said, you know, he is like um, a glowing star to spirits because they know he can help. But sadly, Mm -hmm. because he's so young, he doesn't know how to help them yet because he hasn't been given those skills. So they were all coming to him for the assistance, but all he was fearing, you know, was feeling was the fear and, you know, all of these people in his room. Of course, yeah. In the middle of the night. So I can't even begin to imagine, you know, like I know what it feels like when you see, think you see something out of the corner of your eye and you sort of, your heart skips a beat and you jump. So. Yeah, um, imagine seeing, yeah, your room full of them. And then she said, so we've, you know, put up some energy blockages so they can't get to him. Um, and she said, all right, are you ready for the for the scary stuff? And I said, what more can there be? And she said, look, in your bedroom, she said, you need to get rid of that chair over there in the corner, which had been my breastfeeding chair for the children. And um, I said, why? And she said, because that's where he has sat for the last 18 months. He. And I just, my blood ran cold and... She described him and she said, your husband brought him home and he has been living in your room and he has been causing all of the friction. She said, because spirit gets its energy from other people's energy. She said, and what is more, gives you more energy than agitated people? She said, you can feel it when you walk into a room if someone's had a fight. You can, you know, you sense yes, those sort of things. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And she said, so... That's what's been happening. She said, I bet you you and your husband can walk out of this house and, and be completely fine. I said, that's exactly what happens. You know, the minute we walk in, we fight about silly things. Mm. And But I said, but it's been progressive, progressively getting worse. Mm. And she said, yeah, that's common to what they do. And she said, you know, some people end up being divorced over for no reason other than there's an energy in their home creating the friction. I have heard so, before that, yeah, a symptom of a haunted house is um, fighting in the house and friction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we did everything that she told us to do and um, she said, you know, you'll feel the energy shift within a number of days. Anyway, so my, my children were taken out of the house, of course, for the clearance and when they returned, my son walked in and went... Oh, mum. And I went, what? He said, oh, the house feels so good. Wow. And I just, and I just looked at him and I thought, regardless of any belief I had beforehand, you know, my heart sang because I could just see the look of relief and comfort on his face knowing that he could then go to bed and sleep soundly. So. Wow. It's, it's been really an amazing journey. Yes. Um, and from that experience for him, I then, Went and did a class with this lady. Um, with the lady that I did thought, the house clearing. Yeah, yeah. I thought I need to learn um, how to help him because it's not something that you can teach in school. Um, mm-hmm. So I went and did a psychic protection workshop with the lady um, and invariably I started my own journey. So Wow, so, so now, you're now exploring. Yeah, yeah, I am. So I'm now able to sense spirit. Um, I'm also able to 
channel um, and I can hear, like it's almost like a telepathy sort of sort of thing when spirits communicating. Um, I now give readings to people, so it has been as scary as it was to begin with. It has been one of the best experiences of my life. And can I ask Sheridan? So you're now on this dramatically different life path. What were your beliefs prior to this in terms of the spirit world and ghosts and hauntings? Oh, look, I was raised as Catholic. Um, but I always had a very strong belief that there was something other than this life that we have here, that when we pass on, we, we, our souls do live again and we reincarnate and, um, you know, and I've always had a strong belief that we can't possibly be the only, um, civilized race of beings within the universe. So I've always believed that there's got to be other planets with other life and, and that spirit does once once you pass your soul moves on and chooses to go wherever it wants to for its next incarnation. So okay, just so, had that belief. Okay, so, so you did believe yeah. that yeah that the the consciousness survives the death of the physical body. You always yes. had a sense of that. Okay. Yes, I did. And since you have begun to actually work in this field, um, yes. What do you think is the most extraordinary thing that you've experienced since you began to do readings or house clearings and things like that? What's Where has this taken you? Um, oh, look, I have met some really amazing gifted people throughout this journey um, and that there are so many people within the community that are well aware of the existence of other beings. Um, it's also helped me to... Um, understand people that are troubled um, okay. a little bit better. A lot of people that, that suffer from mental illness are suffering because they have attachments. But that's not to say that all mental illness is caused by attachments. Yes. You know, there are people that do have mental illness just for that fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's given me more empathy um, and understanding of others. Um, the fact that I am able to comfort someone or help someone or give someone guidance. Um, sometimes it weighs heavily because some people will be sitting with you at a reading, you know, hanging on your every word. Yeah. Um, and I am a true believer that if you tell them something will happen, it will happen anyway because they'll manifest it. Right. Because as right. soon as we put our mind to something, um, we do, we manifest, well, we create our own reality. Mm-hmm. So I am very aware when I am reading for people not to tell them what is coming for them, but what they need to do to help themselves move through whatever their current situation is. Okay. So having having learnt through the teacher that I have learnt from, I understand the real importance of helping someone in their current situation, not giving them the answer as to where they're going. That's right, because then it just becomes another prop, but it sounds like you're more interested in helping them perhaps forge their own connection to spirit. Yes. Yes, that's correct. Okay. And Sheridan, how is your son these days? Does he still have abilities? He, oh, absolutely. Um, where we've, he's sort of toning down now that he's in those teenage years, which is something that I hoped would happen because I would rather him forge friendships at the moment. Yes. Um, and he did struggle in the early years because he does have the ability of telepathy and he's an empath. Mm-hmm. Um, he felt that he didn't have any friends and I would say, well, why do you feel that? I see when I'm on canteen, you're playing with everyone. He said, mum, you know, 
they say one thing, but I know exactly what they mean on the inside. Hmm. So that was a really hard lesson for him to learn. So he has learned some techniques of how to block things out. Um, but I'm sure in time his abilities will grow. But when he is ready for it, um, my youngest has also at the age of nine started to wake up. Oh, the so same age as her brother. Be, same age, yeah, same age as her brother. Um, and I find that my middle daughter is also quite empathic. She doesn't see spirit, but she has, um, she tunes into energy very, very well. Okay. And what about your home? Is it feeling since that time of the house clearing, everything has been, you know, just quite relaxed? How have things um, been? Oh, look, we've, <laughs> we've had many ups <laughs> and downs on this journey. Um, so like my son, that I have been doing this work on myself and lifting my own vibration. So now if I go to somewhere like a hospital or anywhere where there's a situation where there are people that pass, mm-hmm. I find that I easily pick up those that have passed. Um, and so I can bring attachments in myself, but thankfully I've been taught how to, to move them on. So that's been um, – it's – Sometimes it's hard if mm-hmm. you pick up the wrong sort of spirit because they can confuse the mind and let you think that you're normal. Um, but I've found that the ones that want to go will come to you be released. Okay. So, so they're going to you for help, most of yeah, the ones that, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. like that they see, uh, as my teacher has explained to me, she said it's really like you're a beacon of light and they see that you can help them yes. move to the next phase. Much like was happening with your son. And what, yes. what about your husband? Has he found a method to, you know, to control this so that the attachments or the, the confused spirits don't follow him home from his yes, very stressful been, workplace? Uh, yeah, he was also given techniques um, by my teacher on how when he is at a job um, to protect his own energy um, so that the spirits don't attach to him and, and he brings them home. But now that I'm quite in tune to it or, um, you know, my son will say, Dad's brought someone home. Oh. So then I'll, I will go into my, my area where I do Reiki healings and I will assist um, with the removal of them. So, um, yeah, so my husband is very aware um, and he, he himself is a believer um, but not on the same level that I am. Okay. And, you know, there have been a few instances where he said, I don't feel right. Okay. Can you have a look at me? So he's starting to, you know, pick up on energy himself without even realising it. Okay. Wow. Well, it certainly is quite the journey that your family has been on. Um, Yes. I'll I'll finish with um, the question that I put to all of my guests on The Ghost Files, and that is, what do you think an encounter with the dead can teach us about living life right now? I think... Oh, so many things, but one that it doesn't end here. You know, once life finishes for you in the physical, it doesn't mean that it's over. Um, and that if you lose someone that you love dearly, that you are able to communicate once moving through the grief because they are always coming back to give you the signs that they are here with you. Mm. I've not met one person that I've done a reading for that, didn't have one of their loved ones with them. Oh, well, they are they are always with with them, and they're always assisting. Oh well, that is a very comforting thought indeed, and it's also a lovely and very valuable insight. So thank you for sharing that, and thank you for joining us today on the Ghost Files, Sheridan. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. <laughs> 
Thank you for opening up The Ghost Files with us. I'm Karina Machado and we'll be back next week with more True Life Tales of Spooky Encounters. So please rate, review and subscribe. It helps others just like you to find the podcast. In the meantime, you can check out my other podcast about mysteries and marvels, Spirit Sisters, based on my best-selling book. Thanks again and we'll catch you next time for more Goosebumps. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.